Hey, this is Susie, the Life Coach. Welcome to a podcast to help you learn how to have a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Learning how to embrace ourselves first is the key that unlocks our full potential. Follow along for weekly tips and strategies curated to help you connect back to your true essence, heal the relationship with yourself, and ultimately live it all better. This is Susie, the Life Coach, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Live It All Better podcast. Today's episode is titled, Live Your Best Life in 2023. We sure hear a lot about this living your best life, right? I'm living my best life, just trying to live my best life. What does it even mean? Let's try to define it here to get more clarity around it. Living your best life means you are connected to your inner power and you are harnessing it. It means you are living a life that makes you happy, where you're living at your full potential and doing it on your own terms. It brings with it a feeling of being unencumbered, capable, empowered, aligned, and free. That sounds like my best life, I gotta say. In today's podcast, I'm gonna offer you four steps to get you moving towards living your best life. And if you're already doing some of these, then fantastic, keep on going you're well on your way. And if you haven't started this process yet, hopefully this podcast will offer some seeds of awareness that can be planted and you can start shifting in that direction. So the first step is becoming personally accountable for your life experience. And what this simply means is that you come to recognize that you are responsible for your life experience. And it shows up in terms of physical self-care, emotional self-care, and spiritual self-care, and I will break those down briefly. Physical self-care involves eating clean, getting enough water, sleeping your seven to eight hours, whatever it is that you need for optimal um, functioning, and exercising regularly. And you need to be consistent with these four non-negotiables as they serve as the foundation for your well-being. And if you are truly serious about living your best life, then How you care for yourself physically is the place to start. Emotional self-care is no longer dismissing feelings and triggers as they come up, bringing awareness to these feelings and triggers, being willing to explore them, and having tools in place and strategies in place that allow you to explore them, work through them, feel them, and eventually dissolve them. Spiritual self-care is keeping your ego in check and reacting much less from an egoic place. It is being able to connect to your true essence, which is who you are at your core when you remove those layers that we've accumulated over all of these years of living, who you really are at your essence. It's feeling purposeful in this life whatever that means for you. And it also means feeling part of something much greater than yourself, you know, source, God, the universe, whatever it is, that you feel somehow divinely supported and protected by something greater than yourself. Perhaps also feeling part of the collective, recognizing that we are all one. 
this can often bring much comfort as you navigate your daily life. Step two is becoming intentional for how and who you want to be and how you want to experience every moment of your life. So being intentional means that you've developed this ability to pause before you react, before you act, before you behave in a certain way, say a certain thing, and to check in with yourself to see if it aligns with who and how you want to be. And the best way to start figuring out who and how you want to be is to introduce a stillness practice or a meditation practice where you sit in quiet and you connect to your being where you connect to the inner workings of your being, where you connect to the present moment. This will bring a lot of clarity. You will start to hear and feel who you want to be and how you want to be, how you want to move through this life experience. It will also help you become more calm and tranquil. It will bring more acceptance for what is and it will allow you to stop dwelling in the past, stop dwelling in the future, and really lean into the here and now. So intentionality is a huge one, and it is the step two. Step three is the practice of letting go and non-attachment, right? This letting go, we hear of it everywhere. It's so much to let go of, so much we've accumulated over the years. So it will allow you to stop controlling outcomes. We cannot control outcomes, right? This leaning into the present moment allows us to live in the here and now, and it releases us from trying to control what we cannot control. It will help us let go of the past and meet ourselves with acceptance and forgiveness. This is quite the process, accepting who we were then, forgiving ourselves for who we were then. We've already talked about letting go of trying to control outcomes, which is the future. It will allow us to let go of old patterns and narratives and stories that no longer serve who we are today, no longer serve who we have become. It's time to let those go. And of course, it is letting go of physical clutter the physical accumulation of stuff, letting that go, stuff we don't use, stuff we don't need. It opens space mentally, um, figuratively, and literally to allow in new energy, to refresh the space and to allow for expansion. So that was step number three. And the fourth step is being forever committed to growth and becoming the best version of yourself. And that's never a destination, by the way. It is a process. You will never arrive at the place where it's like, okay, I've done all the work required. I am now my best self. Uh-uh. It simply doesn't work that way. Today you are better than yesterday and tomorrow you will be better than today. You have to constantly be open to expanding and changing and growing right? Reminds me of that post. Delete the old version of me. She has expired. I love that. Our old versions do expire. If we are open to growth, then we are open to adapting and modifying and releasing and changing as needed. Your spirit needs 
the expansion. It's the reason we are all here. Things are not supposed to stay the same. And I'm going to say this with love. If they are staying the same, there is work to be done. So I'll repeat those four steps just to summarize. Number one was becoming personally accountable for your life experience. Number two was becoming intentional over your life experience. Number three was refining your practice of non-attachment and letting go. And number four is being committed to growing and expanding. And if you start putting these four things into practice, small shifts that happen on a daily basis, if your mind is set to that, you will inevitably, without a doubt, move into living your best life. And I will repeat the definition. Your best life is the one where you are connected to your inner power and you are able to harness it so that you can live a life that makes you happy, where you are operating at your full potential and you're living life on your terms. You end up feeling capable, empowered, aligned, and free. That, my beautiful friends, is the definition of living your best life. When you have equipped yourself with that, you can navigate your life with flow, confidence, and freedom. And that is the ultimate goal. As always, here's hoping that you got something from today's podcast that will allow you to live it all better. And I invite you to keep holding your own well-being and happiness in the highest regard. Talk soon.